on this week's episode of Down the Wire, the finals are here, and so are the new coaches. All jobs filled. Ooh. Also, uh, I guess we should start to care about baseball. All this and more coming at you, Down the Wire. Every time we do it, y'all, we do it with fire. Yeah, sports podcast, Down the Wire. Every time we do it, y'all, we do it with fire. Yeah. Sports Episode number 121, Down the Wire. I'm starting to get good at that countdown of where I should be at certain times when that intro song's going on. Welcome to Down the Wire, where we talk professional sports in unprofessional ways. My name is Tom, here with my brother Dave. It's really hot in here. Dude. It is hot everywhere right now in the Midwest. It's been all record-setting hot in Minnesota right now. I think it's been like 90 the last four days Tom, just getting pounded. Tom, I'm up in the attic. Yeah, where, with, don't, don't you have without, a... Yeah, uh, someone unplugged it and then hid all the pieces on me, Ooh. so I haven't been able to hook it up. So right now I'm currently running with the fan on low, which says it's 92 in this, like, fucking area. Holy shit. Also, I'm wearing a hat like an idiot. Yeah, well, you know, you're a hat guy. You like hats. So I like my hat. Yeah, wearing a pizza hat today. It's a nice hat. It's a good one. Is that a... Right? Is that a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle reference? Damn straight it okay, is. Also okay. goes along with the, uh, the Little Caesars Master Splinter shirt. Oh, that's fire. That's, that's a right? fire shirt. I like that shirt. Yeah, it's sick as fuck. Yeah. Um, rank the Ninja Turtles now. Go. Uh, which way? Top to bottom. Okay. Um, it's going to go uh, Leonardo, Raphael, Michelangelo, Donatello, and Venus de Milo. Uh, yeah, I didn't even count Venus to Milo, so I was Well, I, I did, only because I didn't want to put Donnie last. I love him too much as well. Oh, okay. All right. Fair enough. It, it's really not even a fair vote, man. I, like, I think I have that... To choose. I'm just saying that I, I think you would be c- catching some heat for having Michelangelo that low on the list, I think. Uh, not over Raph. Like, Raph is, is, like, I would say probably everyone's favorite. Um... I, I might be a little bit like on the outside with be, having Leo be my favorite, but um, I, I've always been partial to the blue, to the katanas, and Ooh. to the leadership. Yeah. Like that's the best part. Also, uh, definitely check out the new movie. Um, like the trailer looks fun. It's a little ugly with the art style, but you know what? I don't really care because it sounds fun. Jackie Chan, Master Splinter. Ooh. Yeah. Right. Whoa! I didn't know we needed that. We need that. Yeah. That's. Uh, I'm. I'm, it, I'm all a, for it's it. It's a cartoon. It's the cartoon, but it looks way too fun. Yeah. All right. Cool. Uh, shameless plug right there on something we don't even endorse. But go see the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. Uh, what else is new? Anything else crazy going on? Nothing. Nothing. Uh, no. No. Yeah. Yeah. Same shit. Know. Different okay. day for me. Nothing crazy either. Uh, you want to hear my my bullshit story of the week? Yeah, let's bring so, those every week. Let's let's new segment idea. Here we go. A bullshit oh story of the week in life for the cold opens. 
Yeah. Uh, so last week we had, well, last month, rather, we were running a in, uh, work incentive bonus where if you worked uh, over 150 hours as a full-time employee, you got an extra $200 at some point. <laughs> it's not on this this current paycheck, but uh, it, it'll be there. Yeah. Which is nice. It's a nice little uh, yeah, buffer or whatever. Bucks. Sure. So uh, I, I was working pretty hard. I was going to hit my hit that quota easy. Then um, last week, one of my kids uh, ended up. Uh, mind you, I work uh, as a special needs uh, autism early uh, early development program like technician. So I help them, you know, get ready for the school life. Uh, before they actually go to elementary school. Really fun job. Uh, but he ended up getting sick and canceling a bunch of my days on me. You want to take a wild stab as to where I was left with hours? Uh, I mean, you missed it by less than five hours. Oh, less. <laughs> One hour? Less. They counted it that hard? Yeah. Keep going. Uh, 20 minutes. Less. Eight minutes. Less. No way, dude. I was left with 149.97 hours. And that equates to a minute 58. That's bullshit. That is bullshit. So I was able to talk to some people and uh, get get an extra. Well, first of all, I talked to some, to some people and they're like, "Don't worry, you'll get you'll get the bonus." And then I also talked to some people and I got more work in, so it was fine. But that is some bullshit, ain't it? That's some bullshit. That's some bullshit. You cannot. I don't know if you can top that level of bullshit. No, I can't. The only thing uh, today, the um, one of the owner's sons lives in this apartment with us or in this house with us. And, uh, he, he's an intern as well. He was supposed to leave at nine o'clock for a wedding today. And I, we were told we can go in at 10. So I full on was in the boat of like, okay, I'm going to not set an alarm. I'll just wake up naturally at nine, nine 30, wherever it is. So at nine 22, I am awoken from a phone call from the owner and my big boss to which I'm like, uh, hello. And he then says, tell my kid, if he's there, his ass is fucking grass. Like, oh yeah. <laughs> like just pissed. And I was like, okay. Like, he's like, it's like, we we're supposed to leave at nine o'clock for this wedding. I've called him already. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, dude, like you don't have to tell me. I'll just wake him up. So I had to go, knock on the door and be like yo your dad's calling me like get Ooh. up yeah Ooh. so kind of bullshit kind of funny what do you think about no, it no too? it's funny it, that's not so much that's not bullshit as it is like a it, pain in the ass it felt like bullshit because you know I, I did have to get up i get it if he would have done this and they had to leave at seven and he called me at seven twenty, that would have been more bullshit so it was pretty much time to go into work i not crazy but Thought it was hilarious looking back on it, too. Should we get to some sports? Uh, oh, yeah, boy. Yeah, so there's this thing called the NBA Finals going on right now. If you haven't tuned into that. 
What? Nuggets versus Heat right now. And Dave, are you ready to say it's the Nuggets here? Are you ready? Because I'm in that boat. It's the Nuggets here. No. Well, for, first of all, hold up. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. It's one game. Yeah. The Heat had this happen to them the, uh, as well with, like, with uh, Boston. Like, they got, Boston came back. And then the Heat kind of shut them down. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not saying that that Denver's not going to win. Um, in fact, this might be one of the most neutral, ooh, like finals I've ever had. And it's not because I don't like the teams. It's because I equally like them. I like. Uh, I, I like what Denver is. I think Jokic is a d- very deserved person. Uh, to win a uh, an NBA Finals, in fact, do you get like do you get like weird 2021 Bucks vibes from this Nuggets team? Um, like to an extent, I I don't hate that. I don't hate that take. No, I I, I think that's a good way to compare it right now with them. I do think like, that this like, is uh, going to like Jokic it compares to Giannis. Right, Jamal Murray compares to what Middleton, I guess. Maybe Drew, maybe Drew on top of that, somewhere around there. Yeah, and like, or then that would make Michael Porter Jr. Chris. like Chris Middleton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like and, that. And you see what I'm saying? Like, that's that's actually a pretty fair comparison. I I also think that this is going to do a lot for Jokic's all time status. I know there were some swirlings. I believe it was Stephen A. You know, talking about how it's going to put him above a lot of big names in his eyes. I think he name-dropped Kevin Garnett. I think he said he's on pace to go up against Kevin Durant now. Okay. and Slow yourself. Well, I mean, to be Kevin fair. Kevin Durant. We're not looking at talent. We're looking at legacy here. This is This is legacy arguments that we're going for when we're talking about best of all time. When I say best of all time, I always am attributing it to legacy. I'm never going to say it's based on talent because guess what? If Jamal Murray played in the 1970s, he would be the greatest basketball player of all time. I don't think yeah, that's a get, question. No, get it get it right people. Uh basketball talent is so much better now yeah. than it was 20 years ago. Yeah. And it was 10 years ago. Yeah, it's I, absolutely. I'm just saying it basketball evolves so much more than any other sport. Well, and that's why I also am in the big boat of Steph Curry is a top five player of all time. I, I mean, he is absolutely the reason for this shift in talent in the NBA right now. He has done nothing but win with teams that, for the most part, at least two of them were drafted by his team. I mean, Kevin Durant won two titles, yes, with the Warriors, but every the other two... I mean, pretty much are a self-constructed team who were picking later on in drafts on top of that. They didn't win a title with James Wiseman when they had the second overall pick. You know, they waited. They got Jordan Poole. Steph Curry fell to them. Klay Thompson fell to them. Draymond Green, second-round pick. I mean, this is a team that they were absolutely deserving of two titles for sure. And Steph Curry obviously destroying three-point records every year now whenever we see it. So I think of it as when we're talking about this NBA Finals and legacy building, this is going to do a lot for Nikola Jokic right here. Get a ring under his belt, two MVPs, probably should have three. 
And now the Nuggets, I think that they're going to be matchup nightmares for the Heat because as well as... Their size is is ridiculous. Well, and the Heat also just... They couldn't shoot yesterday. That's been the whole thing this series is how well the or this playoffs is how well the Miami Heat have shot the basketball yesterday. And I believe Gabe Vincent was zero of nine from behind the arc yesterday, or Max well, Struess was. That's what it was. So let me let me give you uh, let me give you my one rebuttal to that, and that is Eric Spolstra. Eric Spolstra is a coach that definitely game plans and makes adjustments he is great at that and you've seen it in every series that he's ever been in regardless of if they win or loss they always are changing up stuff and i i think that because of that you're going to see a more competitive series i there's like a stupid high um like betting line that the nuggets sweep this series it's not it's not happening but um i think this is going to be more competitive than you think i don't i'm not sure if it goes to seven games i don't think it's that level of competition at least not yet i would hope so though i'm not gonna lie seven games in this series would be a lot of fun um but you know and Maybe, maybe if we are lucky, Jimmy Butler catches fire again, uh, you know, pun intended, but like, I mean, Jimmy Butler, as I've been saying, he's the most exciting player in this playoffs. He's nuts, dude. Absolutely nuts. I like the and that's saying something because Jamal Murray yeah. was on the other side. Yes. I like the Spolster rebuttal. I think that is fair, but I think we did this last week on the show. Mike Malone is like the third longest tenured coach in the NBA too, or, uh, actually I think he's fourth. It was pop Spolstra, Steve Kerr, Mike Malone. So, I mean, this is a guy that, well, I mean, it was Budenholzer if you remember. Right. right. So not there anymore. I, I don't think that there is a lot to hate about Mike Malone. Now they trusted their guy. They rocked with him. Yeah. They got a team that they absolutely love around it. And, I mean, how what did they give up for Aaron Gordon? Was it like Gary Harris, dude? Like they gave up nothing for Aaron Gordon. And it feels like that guy just makes huge impact shifting plays every single week when or well, every single game when he goes out each week. All right, and that, you know, that brings me to another point that I always love about the finals is uh I want you to rate these players on these, on both of these teams, as to how much they, how much you would be happy for them to win a final. Okay. Okay. Right. It's so we'll start off on the Heat because I think we're both in agreement that the Nuggets are really kind of feeling it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I like the Nuggets are hot. All right, Cody Zeller. Um, where are we going to five to ten to a hundred? Uh, let's go to five. I think to five is a good. A good uh, number, variable. 1.8. Oh, you don't care? No. Ah, man. No. I like Cody Zeller, and he's been no. on trash for so long. Yeah, he has been. Yep. Uh, how about uh, Victor Oladipo? 2.9. Really? Yeah. Oh, I, def- I honestly, I would put him at a three for me as okay, well. Okay, so that's the like, same. That's like the same. He was on the Cody Zeller Indiana team with them. They were respectfully the yes. two in the 
fourth pick the year Giannis was drafted, I believe. So, yeah, right. they've been rocking together for a while. Tyler Hero. Uh, negative? Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I was going to say negative, and I didn't want to be stupid game, so I'm going to say zero. Yeah, absolutely <laughs> zero. Uh, all right, how about Jimmy Butler? Five. Yeah, I would love to see Jimmy Butler. Okay, let's go over to the Nuggets. We, there's a, there's yeah. a lot more fun on the Nuggets. Yeah. Okay, how about uh, let's start off with Jamal Murray. Four and a half. Okay. Yeah. Now you'll have to you'll have to correct me if he does if he already has one. DeAndre Jordan. Oh, does he already have one? I don't yeah, think I can't so. remember him being on I don't, a team of note. So no. maybe. Um, that is a three point two. I think that's where I'm at. I I would rather DeAndre Jordan win a ring than Victor Oladipo win a ring. Win a ring, yeah, for sure. Okay, all right. Uh, how about how about Bruce Brown? Because uh, I'm one. No, no, no. So like Bruce Brown to me is is like at a four. What? And because remember Bruce Brown got a bunch of shit. First of all, he was awesome in that playoffs versus the Bucks. Remember. On the Nets series? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I remember And then that. he got a bunch of shit when he left the Nets to go to the Nuggets. And th- you had, like, Stephen A. Smith, like, giving him a bunch of fucking bullshit, which you already know that that was them just trying to drum up some stories. So seeing the Nets fall apart into what they be- obviously became, and then Bruce Brown being like, what up, bitches? Give me that ring. I think it's super cool. Okay. Uh, let's go Aaron Gordon next. Uh, I'll give him a, Oh, okay. You know what? I was going to say 3.9. I'm going to bump it up to 4.1 cause he got robbed of a dunk contest. So twice. Yeah. Uh, Oh yeah. The second one was way worse than the Zach Levine. Yeah. One. Yeah. Twice. Yeah. The Zach Levine <laughs> one, at least Zach Levine was doing crazy dunks too. I mean, maybe you can argue Aaron Gordon was better, but it's not like Zach Levine was doing. I mean, when he was, that was prime dunk contest years. That that's where sure. I'm at. Yeah. All right. Here's here's a kind of a random one, but the dude's been just journeyman like crazy. Ish Smith, dude. So I think if I'm not mistaken, Ish Smith has played for the most professional basketball teams, and I would not doubt it. Um, so I'm pulling up his reference page right here. Ish Smith. He has been in the league. He has been on. Holy shit. Is yeah. He... It's a lot. I was looking at it too. Cause I wanted to double check that he didn't ring already, uh, but it, I didn't see anything pop up. Ish Smith has been everywhere. Three years in Detroit, three years in Washington, two in Philly, one in Phoenix, two in Orlando, one in Denver, Charlotte, OKC, Houston, Pelicans, Memphis, Golden State, and the Bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Give that I, man I think, a ring. I think he was on the Bucks for like a couple games. I don't think he was like on a full season. No, he played 16 games for the Bucks. Yeah. So he yeah, yeah. and and he only played six games for the Warriors as well, too. Has still played 70 or more games for four different teams, but he's definitely the guy where it's like, okay, we need someone to play today. So go ahead. Like, let's just get ish Smith here. So I'll give ish Smith a, a 
3.4 again. Yeah, I think he's I think he's over the threes for me too. Yeah. Like dude's just been everywhere and he's been on trash. It's not like he's been yeah. anywhere good. Right. Cuz like even the Bucks year, I mean those were bad Bucks seasons, I think, right? What what year was that? Uh he played for the Bucks in 2012-13. Oof. Yeah. Oof, so that Buc- that Bucks team just for people's was- references, um they went uh, thirty-seven and forty-five. Uh, and remember, they, that's when they when we thought they were going to be good because it was like Larry Sanders. Uh, no, no. Oh, yeah, Larry Sanders right here. Yeah, and um, Brandon. Is that the Jim. year before Giannis or two years? Two years before Giannis. Yeah, I think it's two years before Giannis. That yeah, that, this that's... is the year that they get uh, Jabari Parker. Ooh, no. Yes. Was Jabari Parker after Giannis? No, he's before Giannis. They don't get Jabari Parker after this because they were worse when they got Jabari Parker because they were supposed to have. Oh, you're right. You're right. Um, But I don't even know. Like, oh, this is this is like Monte Ellis. Brent, you know, that, that drew good in Tobias yeah. Harris was the pick, actually. So oh, they, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Right, that's so that's right. Tobias Harris's rookie year. That's one that we kind of let get away. I'll uh, talk about that. But oh, this is what one of my favorite teams because this is an eight seed team. I know exactly where this team was because this is the three. Is this the start of Bucks and Six? Yes, yes. Oh, yes. This is a legendary team. Yes. So this is the JJ Redick on the Bucks with Monte Ellis and Brandon Jennings. So Ish Smith was on Bucks and Six. That's crazy. Oh, dog. Yeah. Where was he in the Ish Smith parade? just moved up to 3.9. Yeah, he's up there now. <laughs> yep, for sure. Uh, and uh, how about Michael Porter Jr.? Uh, he's less than Ish Smith. I'll go 3.1. 3. 1. I, I like that. I like the three because he went through a bunch of shit as well. Yeah. Like loads of injuries in college. Remember that bumped him down a bunch. And... Then he also had shit going down with his contract for a long time. One of the craziest high school basketball players in recent memory. I mean, this guy yeah, was... This dude could have been a number one overall pick. If you could have gone from high school, yes, absolutely. He would have been 100% the number one overall pick. At least a top top three? Yeah, and then he ended up going like 15th or 16th off a torn ACL still. I mean, yeah. we, they knew yeah. he was good. Yeah, that. so I love I loved that about... Um, Michael Porter Jr. And then let's wrap it up with Jokic. Um, 4-1. 4.1. Really? I'd rather... Not a 5. I mean, he gets knocked down because people are going to start saying he's better than Giannis if he wins this ring. Well, They're, that's not his fault. Yeah, I, I know. But I, but I guess, like, it is your level of happiness. So it's not, like, his deservingness to win, right? Right. It's your level of happiness. Okay, that's fair then. That's fair. So I, I would say that of the people we said, Jimmy Butler is definitely at the top and probably Jamal and Murray. Ish Smith, number two. It was Jamal Murray <laughs> was second. Jamal Murray was second. And, uh, no, I know, I know. I, I, but I'm Ish joking, Smith, but Ish Smith I, I like being the, on the Bucks and Six team really is a game changer. I, I definitely didn't remember that. Yeah, it's it's literally like it's – was it uh, – um, Jimmy, Jimmy Butler, then Jamal Murray, then Aaron Gordon, then Jokic, then Ish Smith. Ish Smith is top five. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Well, that's not all that's happened this week, and we'll be sure to cover the rest of the finals as it goes down. I mean, what next week is is it's done, right? If they sweep, yeah, could be, could be that soon. It was, uh, it could be a quick one. So we'll have to wait and see with that. But I guess more importantly, to an extent, the NBA coaching landscape has changed forever, and all the vacancies are filled. Who has did Charlotte not fire a coach? I don't believe so. They still have Clifford. Is that who's the yeah. head coach? Okay, I for some reason I thought he got fired. I think we brought this up when we talked about openings and who was going to take who. Yeah, uh, but no, the only openings were Detroit, Milwaukee, uh, Philadelphia, Toronto, and Phoenix, which got replaced uh, yesterday. Oh, I guess Toronto's not filled yet. Is Toronto not filled? No one's the no one's the new head coach. Of no, I guess not. NBA head coaches. Not no, I, I got I got the tracker right here. Yeah, uh, Toronto's not filled, which I'm surprised. I guess I don't know. So Doc Rivers is going to Toronto, is what we're saying. Yeah. Well, so let's let's just kind of go through what we have. I know we're. Tom and I were t- expecting to grade this, but I guess we forgot about Toronto or like forgot they didn't get anyone. But uh, I'm going to assume it's going to be inconsequential um, because Toronto hasn't been that great. Mm-hmm. Sorry. You know, when you look at the other teams, you know, except for Detroit. But uh, yeah. So let's just kind of go through and do a quick little rundown and. I guess a quick grading of these these coaching hires. What do you think? Yeah, let's do it. All right, let's start off with uh, the the one that was quickest on the list, which was Philadelphia hiring Nick Nurse. Um, I don't think it's the right fit at all, a- at all for Philadelphia. I think. Um, I I think it's all but certain that James Harden's gone, and. Yes. I think that Nick Nurse is a fine coach. Like, he's cool. Sure. Okay. I just, it like, he wasn't the guy that I thought of being a championship run coach. I know he rode Kawhi Leonard in his first season as a head coach, and Kawhi Leonard was the best player in the world at that time. So really, what were you going to do? You ran into a buzzsaw, and Kawhi Leonard ended up being that buzzsaw. And they won in six games against the Warriors. You remember, the Warriors also got hurt. That was the first Clay Thompson torn ACL. Kevin Durant, yep. I believe, also had some tendon issue of some sort with like an Achilles or whatever the fuck it was. Uh and I think Steph Curry might have even been banged up a little bit, if I remember correctly, too. So it was not a full-strength Warriors team by any means. Plus, you had the Jimmy Butler equivalent of a player in a finals run. I don't think what Nick Nurse did in Toronto is overly impressive. And shout-out to our boy Ray Cash, who tried to troll us after... That he said Nick Nurse turned down the Bucks job, which we we'll were, get there. We we'll were, get there, Tom. We'll we get were there. both Save very yeah. We were both very much. If you listen to this show, not in favor of a Nick Nurse hire. We we did not want yeah. Nick Nurse in Milwaukee. 
He ends up going to Philly. I, I don't know, man. I, I It's a very meh. It's just meh. Yeah. I, I won't say it's a bad hire. If we're going um, off a grade, I'll go C+. Oh, see, I'm even more middle ground. I'm just going to go C. Okay. I don't think it's, this is anything flashy. I don't think this is anything that is going to rock any boats. Um, and, and I know I know you talked about uh, Harden, but here's the thing about Harden. Harden wasn't very good the past couple of games. Like, I, I, I grabbed his basketball reference. Let me read his last five games for you, right? Uh, here, just points wise, mm-hmm. 16 points, 42 points, 17 points, 13 points, nine points. Oof. He only has one game in which he is a, uh, positive plus minus differential. You want to take a guess as to which one it is? Uh, game six. It, it's not the 42 point game. Oh. He's actually a negative differential on that. Yeah. Uh, it's actually the one that he scored 17 points, but I mean, like, He's old, he's busted, and uh, I I mean, losing him is a thing. I don't think it's that crazy of a thing. Um, he's got more name value than anything. And, I mean, Nick Nurse just sort of takes over, sure. Eh. So to me, it's just, it's just a C. There's nothing of note. Is it an upgrade this. from having Doc Rivers? No, but it's not a downgrade either. Yeah, it's a me. very adjacent move to me as well. It, yeah, it does super nothing, plateau. Does nothing for me. Uh, so you brought up the Phoenix Suns. Let's jump over there. They just hired Frank Vogel yesterday uh, to a multi-year deal. Yeah. Um, where do you go with Frank Vogel? Um, I'll give that one a. B minus, I guess. What? Uh, I think it's a better hire than Nurse. But I'm okay. I'm gonna switch Nurse to a C, and Frank Vogel to a C plus. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna shift that down. Okay. Frank Vogel. Uh, I know he's kind of another one who really rode some coattails of one LeBron James in winning. LeBron James and. He obviously had his long tenure with the Indiana Pacers, both as an assistant and as a head coach. I don't think he's had a lot of great teams. So, I, I mean, he he kind of don't think I thought he was overrated with the Pacers big time. Well, I he, know they, they he, tried to chalk him up some uh, and give him some love, but I mean, and then when he won it with LeBron, I mean, again, LeBron and and AD. Uh, I'm sorry. He, he did nothing he, for me. He did have a a nice run when he got the Pacers to the Eastern Conference Finals. Remember with the Paul George and with Roy Hibbert on that team. I know when he was still a beast. They ran into the Heatles, so didn't really get anything out of it after that. Pretty sure they took him to seven games as well with that. He's he's fine. I again just. All the I thought all the coaches on the market this year, none of them really jumped off the page to me. And I seriously think that Frank Vogel, I would have rather him been the head coach of my team if before I would have had Nick Nurse. If I'm if I'm a guy trying to just talk basketball. What, I, what I, year I get, was that for the um for the 
the what's it called the, the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, finals. it's it's a ten years ago now at this point. It's twenty twelve. Um, so twenty twelve, twenty thirteen, right? So yeah. the Bucks in six year. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. So, uh, well, no, it was the twenty twelve Eastern Conference Finals. So it was eleven twelve, not twelve thirteen. In twelve thirteen, he got forty nine wins, and. Uh, Paul no, George. no, it was it was uh, Eastern Conference Finals. They lost uh, three to four versus the Miami Heat. Oh, there you go. See, yeah, I knew they took him to seven games. His Magic teams were terrible. I totally forgot he was a coach on the Magic. Honestly, uh, when he was the head coach there, he did have him go to the playoffs once too in fifteen. Or no, he didn't. Sorry, I was looking at the last season in Indiana. His magic teams were garbage. I mean, let's look at his team he had in Orlando. Uh, I I don't even know. The 2016-17 team. This is like DJ Augustine, Aaron Gordon, Terrence Ross, um, Evan Fournier, Bismack Biombo, uh, CJ Watson, Jody Meeks. Obviously, it rounds out with Nikola Vucevic, but... I mean, this team had absolutely nothing. So I think that the Frank Vogel hire is personally, in my opinion, a better chance on a coach than Nick Nurse. Uh, I, I disagree, but, you Which know. You're great. You again, great. To, to, to each their own. Give you great. I, I'm, looking, I'm looking at this year of that he went to the Eastern Conference Finals. He beat the Atlanta Hawks yeah. in the first round. With, or, like, that stacked ass Hawks team was it not? That was the Joe Johnson, Al Horford, Paul Millsap, Jeff Teague. I mean, a lot of people like that team. That was a Bud team. It was, uh, but that was also, if you remember, a Bud team that only did threes. You know, they they couldn't follow through with that. Then in the next round, they end up beating the New York Knicks. Mellow Knicks. With, yeah, that's Mellow, I believe, right? Yeah. Uh, Mellow, Ronnie Brewer, <laughs> Chris Copeland. Yeah. yeah. Ray Felton. Yeah, exactly. Like Jason Kidd. Jason Kidd's on that. Whoa, crazy. Yeah, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, that's it's garbage. This this whole Eastern Conference was terrible back then yeah, outside of Miami. That's fair, yeah. So, I mean, that to me, that doesn't mean anything. And the fact that you still lost... Four to, or you know, uh, you still lost two games in both of those series. Fuck that! You should have swept those fucking teams. They were garbage, garbage. But you know, again, to each their give own. Give your grade. You didn't give a grade. Uh, it's it's a D. Wow. I think Frank Vogel's wow. Garbage. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's jump over to uh, let's jump to Detroit. Monty Williams. I mean, this is an A plus move, yep, right? Yep. I was gonna say A for sure. Yep. I I completely uh, especially, agree. Especially jumping from Dwayne Casey. This was the only team that got a better coach uh, of this new wave of hires. I should say because shout out to Houston and Ime Adoka. That one, good good move too. But of this new wave that came out, this is in my opinion the only team who got a better coach. Okay. Um, I, I will tell you right now, they also dropped a dumb truck of money on him. Right. Uh, I mean, there is potential for him to be like the highest paid coach of all time. That is what the rumor is. I 
and actually, so the player's salaries is the only thing that has to be, or not has to be, but is like public information. Coaches, very often, you don't know how much they make. Like looking in the NFL, especially, you, you just never know how much the coach actually makes. You have ideas, but usually it's a lot more, there's a lot more secrecy behind that. Monty Williams, I mean, his deal came out. It was six years, like $78 million. Plus, insane. the Suns bought him out for $20 million. So this guy's already just caught a fat bag. It doesn't matter at all. Now they get a better coach, a super young team. That is what scares me a little bit because... Yes, I, I was just about to say that. I don't know how well Monty Williams is at motivating... The younger teams and developing guys. Yeah, he's going to bring guys in to do that, hopefully. But all the pieces there with a lot of really fun talents, you know, from the likes of Cade Cunningham, Jaden Ivey. Uh, ooh, I should know. It's not, not Jabari. God, they got one more guy I wanted to say, and I'm not going to look at the roster to think of it. But um, it's a young team. I think Detroit's popping, though, and they're super jacked. They got their guy. Uh, yeah, I mean, I would be, this is the guy that I wanted more than anything for the Bucks specifically. Uh, but I, I think, I think this is a really damn good hire. Now, again, I don't know how he is at developing. Cade Cunningham clearly needs work. Um, and it, you know, the, the dudes that you got on it, this team is, is pretty big. Um, I, I think there's a lot of potential but whether or not we actually kind of see it through, I, I mean, like, what are the one of your more veteran players is Marvin Bagley, you know, and like that could th that could really kind of scream doom for this team is that they don't have enough veteran presence right now. But I I'm excited to see what's going to happen. Um, yeah, you know, and I'm looking at it, Cade Cunningham. RJ Hampton, James Wiseman, uh, as I said, Bagley, uh, what's his, um, check Diallo. I, I love check Diallo, uh, Jaden Ivy. It's a, it's a fun team. It's very, 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 very young, very young. And who knows how long Bogdanovich stays there? Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Do we have one more, right? Yes. One more. And I, we saved the best for last. Milwaukee Bucks, Adrian Griffin. Okay, I have two grades for this. Okay. My grade, my personal grade, it is a C. Okay? All but, right. But when it comes to the front office grade, it is an A. Okay? And... That gets broken down to, hey, I've been very loud to be a Bud should have a job. Maybe Bud goes to Toronto, too. Doc Rivers gets the shit end of the stick. Um, I, I think that Mike Budenholzer was still capable of coaching this team. I think he had a rough series, sure, but I did not want Bud to get fired. I don't think Adrian Griffin immediately makes you a powerhouse of a team well any more of a powerhouse than bud would have done so i i don't love his 
game plan or his strategy just now. I mean, maybe he surprises me. Cool. I would love that. I, I'm rooting for him, obviously. But the reason why it's an A pick for the front office, it's who Giannis wanted. And that's exactly who they needed to bring in to be the next head coach of the Bucks is a guy that Giannis who wanted to be there. So I don't know if it was Giannis's call to fire Coach Bud. It kind of sounds like it was because otherwise, why he definitely would he... had a say? He was definitely told. I'll I'll go that far. He was definitely told he's going to be fired. The team wants to move yeah. in a different direction. We want you to be involved in the search for the next head coach. I'll say it was probably said some something similar to that, based off just a guess and vibes. That's what I would say happened. You had to hire the guy Giannis wanted. It it did not matter. I don't care what anyone thinks about. Oh, should you know? Will they regret this because Giannis isn't a He's not a guy who looks for coaches. He's a player. They should be getting guys they think would gel with these players, yada, yada. I don't care about that shit. I don't care at all. You needed to get the guy who was the best man Giannis thought to be. You wanted someone there that Giannis was going to be approving of, that Giannis was going to want to work together with. I mean, he's the best player in the franchise's history, one of the best of all time, one of the greats in the league. You had to let him make the decision. I'm sorry, but... That was the right move. So if Giannis wanted Griffin, I I'm rocking with the front office on it. Go ahead. I, I look, I'm in the boat that I was ready for Bud to go. Um, I had seen far too many instances of him not adapting to his situations, which is something that I know Adrian Griffin uh that's that's a positive on his side of things because he was part of that that Toronto team in which you know that that was one of the biggest parts of Toronto's game in 2019 was the fact that they were changing their shit constantly and I mean I believe he was an assistant coach at that time you know with Kawhi Leonard on a very strong defensive team which is what the Bucks are. And I'm I'm hoping, I, I think a lot of this is dependent on bringing back Chris Middleton, bringing back Brooke Lopez, and bringing back a majority of this roster. I don't think this is a roster overhaul team. You know, uh, the the idea that Drew Holiday could be traded, I, I don't think it should be should be in their minds. I think they need to kind of keep this team as is and then let Adrian Griffin build off of the chemistry that they already have, not developing new chemistry. Uh, so if this is my grade, I'm thinking, I'm thinking B plus. I really like it. Uh, I like the fact that they went with a first time coach as well. Yeah. I was just going to, means... I was just going to bring that up. First time he ever got an assistant job was also for the Bucks, and now the first time he gets a head coaching job, it's also for the Bucks. So I know it's not the same ownership or whatever through that, but I just wanted Dude's to add. He's gonna want to prove himself. Yeah, yeah, and you know what? You, some teams got to do it, it, it every year. It uh, someone gets a new job who's never gotten a job. Look at what it's done for the likes of. Joe Missoula and you know when Steve Kerr took the league over. Obviously, he inherited a great team, but. 
this is a great team. So if he can let the guys play basketball and add little insights in there, you know, it's kind of a wave as well, too, as opposed to the hard-nosed X's and O's, uh, Greg Popovich-style coaching, you know? So let's let's see how it goes. Uh, by the way, Missoula also got confirmation that he's coming back, which to me is an A move as well. Yeah, he needed to. I, I Why yeah. wouldn't he? he? He got him that far. I mean, he just ran into, again, the heat. So shout out to them for... I mean, making history, they're just the second eighth seed ever in the finals, and that was a team that was the New York Knicks in the strike-shortened season that really never uh, – they shouldn't have been an eighth seed anyway. So, yeah, I, I, I get it. I get why they did it, and cool. But, you know, Scott Skiles thought he was a great guy to bring it as an assistant, just to put that out there. <laughs> All right, everyone, that's what we got for the coaches. Let's uh, transition on over to the current sport, sport of the summer. It's baseball season, and Tom and I have decided to kind of evaluate an article that was put out by Bleacher Report on their updated MLB All-Star Game roster picks. Uh, Tom is like fully ingrained in baseball right now. Yeah. He knows what the fuck he's talking about. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I, I'm there, I'm present, but, uh, I, I mean, if I, if I'm going against Tom, you're, you're taking it every time. Um, so I, yeah, I think this would be a fun one. Let's, uh, let's kind of review what we see in the AL and the NL. What do you think? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Uh, bringing in, wait, what the fuck is going on? It's a lot of, uh, sorry, this is yes. a lot of shit. Uh, yeah, here's the starting lineup. Marcus Simeon, Mike Trout, Aaron Judge, Jordan Alvarez, Yandy Diaz, Randy Arozarena, uh, Wanda Franco, Matt Chapman, Adley Rushman, and Shane McClanahan mm-hmm. as the starting pitcher. What do you think about that? Um, looking at the list right off the rip, this is the first time I'm really reacting to it. There is no serious names that I think are missing. I would say that, uh, it does get mentioned earlier, Bo Bichette, uh, or later rather, uh, is, he's legit. I mean, I, the guy has led the American league in hits the last two years, comes back this year. He's got a war over three right now. He's batting, uh, you know, at a 33% clip, whatever the fuck you call I don't know. 333 batting average right now. I, I really like what he does, too. Maybe a little more so than Wander Franco, but the Rays are the team of the summer right now, obviously, with how dominant they've been this first part of the season right now. So they will get a lot more nods because of that. Shout out to Adley Rutschman, who, you know, obviously was one of the biggest prospects, uh, one of the more surefire first overall picks when it came about that he was going to be the number one overall pick, and he's taken the MLB by storm since he's been in it already, too. Of course, Mike Trout will be there. I am curious now 
if this uh, leaves Shohei Otani out of the starting lineup here as well, too, I, I know he's not the, you know, maybe he's not having his crazy season, but it's like, let's not get too used to Shohei Otani, please, people, because he very well, well could be like a starter in this team. Well, let's quickly go through the AL reserves, too, because he's not in that either. Right. Uh, we have Jonah, was it Haim, right? Jonah Haim. Yep. Uh, Salvador Perez, Anthony Rizzo, Bo Bichette, Josh Young, uh, Adolis Garcia, Kevin Kiermeyer, Josh Lowe, Luis Robert, uh, Esturi Ro- Ruiz, <laughs> LOL, and uh, Masa Ta- Masataka Yoshida yep, in Boston. That. Yes. Um, you know, and I think that's... That's pretty wild. And then you, again, like he he makes a blip in the AL reserves for the uh, pitchers. But man, at this point, like Shohei's might get moved because I mean, look again the the LA Angels are just the the prototypical we let you down every season team. It's it's remarkable. Who is the what are, what are the other sports equivalent teams to the L.A. Angels where it's like we have a lot of hope and it's like you shouldn't because you guys aren't going to be good. What who is the NFL and NBA equivalent to the L.A. Angels? Would it be like the like the Atlanta Hawks? Because no, the Hawks at least make the playoffs. Well, like, I, it's I mean, kind of hard to miss the playoffs as many times as the Angels have over the years. So without picking too shitty of a team, you got to have hope. You know what I mean, too? Because the there is no hope. Well, That's what but, I'm saying. They, uh, they, they've been bad all season. But they always you know? have hope every year. It's like they make some big signings, big splash. And, you know, this is the team. This year we're going to get over the hump. And then it's. No, you're just not yeah, as like, good. As you want to know what's more on par with that is the early 2010s Brooklyn Nets. Ooh, like the the Kevin Garnett when they first yeah. moved to Brooklyn. Yeah, Darren Williams yeah. and all that jazz, right? I mean, yeah. that's that's a more apropos um, like idea behind that, isn't it? Or like, uh, what was that? That dream team year, Philadelphia, like Eagles, you know, when when they got all those fucking free agent signings and they did nothing with when they it. when they brought in like Namdi and all that. Yeah. yeah and then uh, Vince Young went and like, like cursed the team. I also think Jared Kelnick, they go down to the snubs there. I think he's going to make it. I, I think Kelnick, you know, he had a monster first month. Mariners are going to get a couple of people based on their production as well too i i'm gonna say from the snubs they only give out three or four actually because two on the astros i'll say kelnick sneaks in at somewhere on this roster too all right all right uh i the only one i'm looking at is sunny gray maybe being the starter uh, i know he is he's got like what almost over a point or like a tenth of a point in ERA on um, McClanahan. That's about it. Uh, but, but I know Sonny Gray is pitching out of his gourd in Minnesota, and they're just not sealing the deal. I like how it has a nice uh, full team breakdown because every team gets an all-star, obviously, too. Yeah. And they have that at the end. He 
here as well. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six teams with only one all-star. Esturi Ruiz will be the all-star for the A's. If it's not him, it'll be Brent Rooker, who has been the rookie that's been absolutely nuts for them, too. Had a really good hot start. But I'm pretty sure Esturi Ruiz is like, Got like 20 stolen bases already this year or some shit. It's like... Tom, Tom, if you remember, I told you that I had a good feeling about Asturi Ruiz. And uh, it's unfortunate he's out of the Brewers system now. Well, but... I'd rather have William Contreras. And that's fine. Again, not not hating on it. But I did have a good feeling because William Contreras is the better now. Uh, Asturi Ruiz might be the better in the future. You never know. Well, Asturi Ruiz has an OPS right now of 681, which is not that great. But he has 28 stolen bases. So he's electric when he gets on the base. All right, let's uh, move over to the NL starting lineup. We got uh, Ronald Acuna Jr., Juan Soto, Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman, Max Muncie, Sean Murphy, Nolan Gorman, uh, or is it Gorman? Uh, Dansby Swanson, Luis Arias, and Spencer Strider as the starter. This one looks about right. I I would say that they they kind of nailed this starting lineup. Uh, Acuna, he's going to be flirting with an MVP season right here uh, in the NL. Juan Soto's definitely picked it up right now as well. A lot of Dodgers in a row there, of course. Why wouldn't there be? Sean Murphy's really good. Luis Arias has been the best hitter overall, maybe, in baseball. Just keeps putting the bat on the ball. And Spencer Strider, I mean, if you don't watch that guy, you got you to gotta find a way to catch a Spencer Strider game right now. He throws pretty much only, like, three pitches, and he still just motherfucks you the whole time. I believe he's stealing one of the names of uh, one A.J. Dillon, and he's like the quad father or something, too, because he's got the big-ass legs, too. So Spencer Strider. Here, here's my only my only take to that. Uh, Mitch Keller. Mitch Keller is pitching really fucking good in Pittsburgh, and uh, I know uh, he uh, Mitch Keller, I believe, leads the NL in wins, and... Uh, he's just a couple behind Spencer Strider for strikeouts. Mm -hmm. So uh, to me, that that might be the guy that kind of rivals him. And I, uh, once we get there, I'm going to assume he makes the goddamn uh, reserves list. Uh, speaking of, we have uh, Elias Diaz, uh, Will Smith, Pete Alonzo, Paul Goldschmidt, uh, Tyro Estrada, Geraldo Perdomo, uh, is it Jaime Candelario? It's Jamer. Corbin Carroll. Sure. Corbin Carroll, Brandon Marsh, Brandon Nimmo, uh, and Jorge Soler. Then let me go through the uh, reserves list real fast, too. Bryce Elder, Zach Gallen, Mitch Keller, Merrill Kelly, Justin Steele, Marcus Stroman, Logan Webb, Alexis Diaz, uh, Camilo Doval, Josh Hader, and Devin Williams. Uh, Zach Gallen's also really nasty too. He could flirt with a Cy Young yeah. if he has a great second half as well. Uh, absolutely correct. Devin Williams being the only Brewer all-star. I mean, there will not be another Brewer all-star. It literally only will be Devin Williams. Um, the team is garbage. The team is not good. 
still in first place remarkably. Yeah, the team's garbage. I mean, uh, they're not. The NL, the NL Central's garbage. It's garbage. It's just all hot garbage. Um, I, uh, I, I think they, I think they got it. When I look at their snubs, they got Nico Horner, Evan Phillips, and Matt Olson. Matt Olson. He suffers from a, um, you know, being at a stacked position with first base. I I think he could definitely sneak in, especially because the Braves are a really good ball club too. So I I would say don't hold your breath on Matt Olson not being there too. He could definitely be in that All Star game. Yeah, and I'm the only one that I'm really thinking of. Like I said, uh, Mitch Keller. We talked about that. And uh, I, I like what you said before that Bo Bichette could sneak in. Um, I, I feel good about I, I feel good about what they said for the NL, but uh, I, I really like that idea of Bo Bichette being the starting guy. Um, yeah, that's all I, all I had to say to that. Ness baseball. Uh, I, I do have one other thing that I want to bring up. Speaking of baseball, um, the starting pitcher ranks. For the rest of 2023. Okay. And I think this is super fun. Uh, hold on. I got logged out of the athletic because you know how that goes. Uh, so, yes, the athletic compiled uh, like injuries, fly ball, and they just took everything in um, and they put it into a Google Doc as to what is it? The PPERA. So, what is that? ends up being the projected ERA and the strike strikeout rates um uh, PPK percentage sign uh and so this is just kind of saying who's who's the top dogs and who's lower right uh Corbin Burns sixth right uh Jacob deGrom is still number one mm-hmm. so uh do you want to take uh, this goes to what? What is it? A hundred? Nope. Make that one hundred and seventy-five. Do you want to take a stab as to the first name you're able to get to at, towards the bottom? At the bottom, yeah, one hundred and seventy-five. Um, I'll I'll give you a hint. One seventy-two. And you definitely know this player. Noah Syndergaard. No, no, no. Oh. Uh, try Adrian Hauser. Oh, I um, that's kind of disrespectful to House, man. He's definitely better than Noah Syndergaard. Control F that Noah Syndergaard on your phone there. So you just type in the in the search bar. Type in the search. Uh, he is 154. Yeah, no, bro. Syndergaard's worse than Hauser. I'm I'm marking that. <laughs> he should have been lower on that list. So In fact, in fact, uh yeah, Adrian Hauser is one below Kyle Hendricks, who has been ass. Yeah, I mean Kyle Hendricks, it's just gonna catch up to you if you're throwing eighty three down the plate at some point. You gotta hit your spots, and if you don't, it's not looking great. So Okay, what about uh, let's go with the top 10 now here. How about that? Sure, sure. Uh, so let's start at 10. Well, no, I'll start at one because I already told you. Jacob deGrom, two, Spencer Strider, three, Garrett Cole, four, Shane McClanahan, uh, five, Shohei, six, Corbin Burns, seven, Kevin Gaussman, eight, Clayton Kershaw, 
Nine, Zach Wheeler, and ten, Zach Gallon. I think Corbin Burns is too high on that list. I was uh, kind of thinking the same. Like, Corbin Burns is not better than Zach Gallon. I'm sorry. I, I would rather have Zach Gallon, I think. And if you could trade Corbin Burns for Zach Gallon, I think they would do it tomorrow. I mean, there's no doubt in my mind. Because I, I don't think there's any way he's better than Zach Allen. So I like Strider at two. I like Shohei being way up there because he is an absolute wizard now pitching the ball on top of hitting his 480-foot nukes whenever he wants to go up there and do it. Um, I I would say that uh, – did we have Kershaw in there? Yeah, he was eighth. Okay. What about what about well Verlander I guess really hasn't pitched. He was he was eleven. Okay okay Verlander hasn't pitched this year a lot too so you know sneak him in there. It's all right it's an all right list. I I just think Corbin Burns is an outlier in that entire thing right there. He just got ejected today by the way too. It's a fun list to look at uh, if you get a chance and if you have an athletic um, uh, subscription. So give a listen give a look if you if you want. All right, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Should we uh, get to some Twitter hitters? Yeah, let's go. Okay, you go first because I don't have my phone open. Oh, shit. Okay, I'll go first. I can go first. <laughs> All right. Um, oh, I got I got one. Okay. I do have it. Uh, so this was tweeted out by Bleacher Report uh, the other day. And this is Jimmy Butler filed a trademark for Himmy Buckets. Ooh, yeah. And, and plans to launch a beverage and clothing line. Uh, I, I don't know how much of the the uh, of a diss bitch it is, but I mean that's a that's a Twitter hitter for me, baby. I want to see some Himmy Buckets uh like everything. This bitch I am now I'm worried about what he's going to call this juice. Like Himmy juice? Ugh. ugh. Like buck, uh, bucket juice, bu- buckets beverage. Oh God, um, no, no, I don't like the juice part of it. That makes it a this bitch. This bitch. Okay, mine's not sports related, but it was kind of funny when I saw it. Um, did no actual research on this, just saw it on Twitter, and I hope it's true. Um, from Daily Loud, one of the most popular pages on Twitter, Burger King. Ordered to pay $8 million to a man who slipped and fell on a floor, which resulted in him having to get surgery. Just made me think about, uh, you know, all the... A mother of ours? Well, it was more of like, this is the McDonald's hot coffee lady. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah for like, sure. Like, same, same vibes, falling at Burger King. Shout out to that employee who just costed them all the money in the world. I wonder if they settled with $8 million or if they actually just lost a case for $8 million. So that was one. No, they had to settle. Um, also, real quick, this one not as much of a this bitch, but all of Wisconsin's five area codes are represented in the NBA. Dave, can you even name all of Wisconsin's five area codes? Uh, two, six, two. Yep. Four, one, four. Yep. Six, oh, eight. Yep. Uh, 
Isn't there like a 274? It is not. Oh, shit. Oh, 920. I got that one. 920. And I got none. 715 is the other one. 715. Uh, what about 534? No, no, not a Wisconsin area code. Uh, well, that's not what I'm seeing. I just typed it in because I wanted to see what our, where I was wrong. Five, all five of Wisconsin's area codes currently represented in the NBA. All right. From the 920, Tyrese Halliburton. Pretty good. Uh, 715, Sam Hauser. Uh, 262, Patrick Baldwin. 608, Johnny Davis and Wesley Matthews. Uh, 414, Tyler Hero, Jalen Johnson, Kevon Looney, Jordan Poole. All right. Yeah, so not as much of a this bitch either, but maybe a glorious. Glorious. Yeah, shout out to uh, Wisconsin. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, I just looked it up. Uh, 534 is definitely an area code. Uh, represents Eau Claire, St. Croix, Wood, Portage, Chippewa, Barron, Polk, Dunn, and Pierce. That includes Wausau, Eau Claire, Rhinelander, and most of northern Wisconsin. Looking to this underneath, I am not seeing anyone complaining about, oh, there's a 534 now is what I just see. So, oh, maybe so that's, that's new. It. So it's new. Maybe it's new. Uh, gotcha, also, also <laughs> 11% of those guys uh, went to the University of Wisconsin. Rad. So literally only one of them. <laughs> nice. Okay, should we get to some quick hits? Yeah, hit it up. Okay, uh, my first one here. We got some more um, sad horse racing. Churchill Downs moves uh, meat to Ellis Park following the death of 12 horses uh, for, is it equine, equine, fati equine fatalities? I have never heard yeah. the, never heard the yeah. term. Uh, it's getting like really depressing horse racing. Now, why have I never really heard or listened to a bunch of horse stories where they just die at the end. I, I, I don't know. I've really feel like I've never seen that so much before. So um, that that's like making me sad every time I see this. Um, yeah. So that's another one. I, I was like, wow, that's pretty weird. Uh, Big 12 is talking about expansion now. Source saying uh, they are going to grab, as you know, I believe they're getting UCF, Houston, Cincinnati, and BYU all are going to the Big 12. Yep, which a, totally makes sense. A source is also saying that UConn and Gonzaga are uh, talking about it. Now, I don't think Gonzaga has football, so don't worry about that. But they're going to now, it looks like, whereas all these conference alignments and movements have been very centered around football in the recent memory, they're going to try to, because they're losing guys in football, make a basketball conference. I, I looks like I, makes sense to me. That's the move for them now is like, okay, we'll just make a stacked ass basketball conference. Then we'll make the most money. 
because I guess best basketball conference could be up in the air. You don't know who is the best. You know, there's obviously great teams all over, but that would uh, help out because basketball does make the most money of any sport when it comes to the tournament, obviously, every year. So interesting enough to see um, that go down with the new conference realignment. Uh, And then... My last one. Let's see. What do I got right here? How about um, how about this just fun little tidbit to let you know? The Milwaukee Bucks have either gone to the NBA Finals or lost Uh-oh. to the East team that went to the NBA Finals all five years that Mike Budenholzer was the coach. There you go. So, I, look, you, you tell me that's not a problem. No, that means that they literally have been playing the best competition and played at the best level of competition when they needed to. All right. Just saying. All right. Free bud. Get bud a job. Toronto. Okay. If you say so. Go ahead. Oh, it's my turn. Okay, good. Uh, Tom, I I wanted to bring this up. This wasn't big enough for me to, to actually do a story on, I don't think. But, uh, Tom, it came out this week that Rodgers tried to get Gutekunst fired in 2021. Yep. Um, You you shocked? No, not at all. I'm certainly not. Not shocked one bit. Yeah, and it's just like, whatever, don't care. Yep. Uh, But, yeah, I I thought that was pretty crazy. Uh, Tom, I brought up the other week that George Washington University was replacing their name of the Colonials. Yes. They have finally settled on a new nickname. I did hear it, but now I forgot it. The Revolutionaries. Yeah, I don't hate it. I mean... Oh, I I don't. I, that's First of all, it's too long. It's too big. It's too long of a name. Revolutionary. Six syllables? Bullshit. Okay. What, what, they should have just went to, like, the Generals. Yeah, I, I, you should have made it more vague because it's still kind of, it, it still kind of calls back to colonials. You know what I mean? Which was obviously a problematic name, um, you know, being colonialism and all that stuff. But uh, yeah, it, I don't know. It's just, bleh, 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 bleh. that's how I feel about that. I, Can't give me any more than that. Sorry, I don't know. I just think revolutionaries is fine. I don't really hate it. I don't. I don't love it by any means. I mean, if it were my choice, I would be like the dragon fires or some shit, like scary the dragon or fires. something, something crazy. If I was in charge, like I would be the ass kickers or something. If I was able to be <laughs> uh, the name of a team, like I would, I would want to invoke fear on my name. And you know what's scary? A revolution. <laughs> uh, LSU has gotten new gear. Oh, this is specifically yeah. air-conditioned helmets. Yeah. Um, badass. They're badass. Have you seen the video of the guys putting them on and trying them too? Yeah, like losing their shit about it. They're like, it. this is so cool. Lasts for five hours. I heard. So they're gonna have. What them does for- it run on? It's got to be a battery of some sort, like a 
I don't I don't know how it works. Do the pads stay cool or is there actually air flowing into the helmet? I, I don't know. Like that's that's what would scare me. Like, is there a fucking fan in the helmet? Like <laughs> it's just going like, right in the like face. one good hit. Yeah, right. And it's just like stitches your ear off. Yeah, exactly. I think uh I'm gonna guess it's more the pads stay cold and not a fan. Yeah, I, I'm I'm trying to to read through it, but um, yeah, it doesn't. No, the system is battery powered. Okay. And it's charged for five hours. Lasts long enough. Uh, no, that's not it. Uh, but yeah, battery powered. So, uh, uh, this is also good to defog a visor as well, which down in LSU, you know, Louisiana, that makes sense to me. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and last but not least in the better, the best one, um, MMA fighter, Mike Dragic ended up going outside of a Florida school to protect a bunch of students and wrestled an, a 10 foot alligator. Ooh, right. Yeah. That's badass. Um, that's insane. Uh, Dragic initially tried to grab the alligator by the tail, but when that was unsuccessful, he hooked it with a catch pole and got it contained with the help of the fire and rescue workers. I, um, I would not be able to wrestle an alligator if I, if I needed to, I would not even come close to it and I'm cool with that. Uh, Dragic is a two and two record in four amateur MMA fights. Um, and apparently this is just commonplace for him, uh, on his Instagram, there are several videos of him going at it with gators. <laughs> That's just insane. Undefeated dude. versus gators, uh, especially outside of an elementary school, which is, I, I think makes it more badass and cool. Yeah. Yeah. Go for it. Save the children. That's all, all I got. got. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening to this quick edition again of Down the Wire. Um, make sure you guys uh, subscribe. You know, check us out wherever you get your podcasts. That's Spotify. That's Apple Podcasts. That's iHeart. <laughs> Good Lord. Sorry. Pulled away at the mic. The unprofessional I, fuck. I just had to cough, and rather than interrupt, I thought. It's not me for once. I had context right there of why I paused. Um, Podbean. Uh, Pandora, <laughs> Stitcher, wherever you want to go from there. Christian All of them. Mingle. Ooh, I wish. You know what? We're gonna start an OnlyFans for this eventually. One we've day. We've been we've been talking about it eventually. If you want to check us out there, it's great. If you don't, you can always check us out on thechairshot.com. I'm gonna be fighting every time we do it, y'all. We do it with fire. Yes. Hey.